0: Welcome to the Mindfulness Habit with Kirsty O'Brien. In a world of doing, this is a space that reminds you to just be. Here you'll get the tools and support you need to manage your energy better and build lasting habits that cultivate a mindful state of mind. You'll also hear the stories of other entrepreneurs who share how mindfulness has impacted their own journeys and help them to find work life fulfillment on their own terms. Elevate your life and your business with The Mindfulness Habit. Welcome back to The Mindfulness Habit with Kirsty O'Brien. If you've been listening for a while, you will have noticed a slight name change. And I just feel that this reflects more of what I want to do with the podcast and how I want it to serve you. So I thought, what better way to kick that off than to dive into my week of mindfulness that was running last week. So if you're following me on Instagram, you would have been aware that from the 3rd to the 9th of May, I ran a week of mindfulness, which was a morning medi where you could jump on at 6am with me and um, we shared a 10 minute practice together. And then after that, I shared a very simple mindfulness practice that you could begin to build into your day so that you could integrate mindfulness into your life with ease. And I thought, let's run through the days here. If you didn't get a chance to join in or you maybe didn't know it was happening. Now, I always I also ran this week of mindfulness as a fundraiser challenge, and we were raising money for the Children's Cancer Institute. If you aren't aware, my I have four beautiful, healthy, healthy children. And my youngest daughter, Ava, who is 11, is a two-time cancer survivor. So she was blessed with a bone marrow transplant in 2014 after a relapse with leukemia. She was first diagnosed at 18 months, then relapsed at four and was gifted a bone marrow transplant from an unknown donor at four and a half. So we are seven years post-transplant. Um, every year at around the time of her transplant anniversary, which is in April. So between April and May, we, our family likes to run a fundraiser to raise money for the Children's Cancer Institute, whose mission is to end children's cancers. So there are still 20 children being diagnosed with cancer every single week. And most children that are survivors have long-term impacts on their health like infertility, um, high risks of other cancers like thyroid, um, growth problems, um, yeah a lot of other things. Um, And so we're really passionate about finding a cure hopefully in our lifetime. The Children's Cancer Institute have a, uh, have a slogan of zero childhood cancer and I really do believe that we will see that happen. It's amazing just how much um, treatment protocols have changed and survival rates have gone up, which is just amazing. So that's our passion for supporting the Children's Cancer Institute. Uh, Ava is quite often an ambassador for different events We like to volunteer and your money goes towards helping to find a cure for kids' cancers. And also um, research is being done so that the treatment protocols are less and less invasive and so that these long-term health impacts become not so significant. So we are really, really mindful of certain things that we try to continue to be aware of and to continue to prevent. Um, with different lifestyle factors, I guess. Um, But yeah, so that's why we support the Children's Cancer Institute. If you joined in on the week of mindfulness and you loved it and you found that the practices supported you in some way, um, I was just asking that people headed on over to my fundraising page and pledged $20 as a donation to honour and support the 20 children that are diagnosed each and every week. So if you haven't and this is, you know, your first time exploring my week of mindfulness and again, you feel that it supports you, I would be so grateful for your donation. So I'm going to pop the link for that in the episode notes as well. So let's dive in. So day one was choose one thing to do every single morning with awareness. So I want you to take something that you do every day that you're probably already doing in autopilot so you know think about things like brushing your teeth um, having a shower having your morning cup of tea or coffee you know quite often we don't do these things with presence and when we're doing them in autopilot and we're just going through the motions that's how we end up distracted stressed brain fog can't concentrate it's why we question whether you know where our keys are do we turn the oven off or the iron off and it's because Our mind is just running a million miles a minute. Our nervous system is jacked up because we are just sort of stuck in that stressed autopilot state. So this is gonna help your nervous system and it's gonna help your mind to focus. So I want you to choose that one thing that you're doing every single day. And you're going to set the intention to do it with awareness. So, for example, say you're going to choose your morning shower. The minute you turn the water on, that is your signal that it's time to give this your full awareness. If the mind is racing and wandering, bring it back to what you're doing, to the sound of the water. Engage your senses. This is the trick here. You know, when you find your mind wandering, you're just going to bring it back. You know, you're training it to be in the present moment. And it's not used to that, so it's going to resist you and it's going to wander and think of a million other things in your to-do list. But what you want to do is just become aware of your environment, become aware of sensations without telling a story around it, without letting the brain narrate. And when you feel your mind getting caught on all the things you need to do or whatever, whatever else it is, you just bring it back. And a great way to do that is to engage the senses. Think about, you know, what, how does the water feel? What can you hear? Think about the touch of the water or your hand, you know, maybe with the soap, rubbing it on your arms or your body and just really, really using the senses to bring you to the present moment. You can also bring things in like, Um, essential oils to things like this too and they can be really great anchors for bringing you into the present moment. So you just want to be bringing the mind back when it wanders and you can even say to yourself, I'm not going to tell a story around this. I'm being present now. And just remind yourself of that and keep bringing yourself back over and over. Mindfulness practice number two, so day two. And the idea of this is I want you to keep doing each practice but then Build upon it so that you're slowly becoming more mindful in your daily life by doing things, by building these practices in and maintaining them. So day two is express gratitude daily and with detail. I want you to take the time to notice and reflect upon what you feel grateful for. So gratitude is one of those amazing transformation. Transform- formative practices. It helps you experience more positive emotions. You develop more loving and positive self-talk. You sleep better. It strengthens your immune system. Because it's training your brain to look for what's right rather than what's wrong. So when you have a regular gratitude practice, it is so transforming because it adjusts your focus. So I want you to take a few minutes every single day to think about what you feel grateful for. And I want you to do it in detail. So daily with detail. Try to notice new things every day. But I want you to also do it your way. I feel like sometimes when we talk about having a gratitude practice, it can feel a bit stilted or forced or even some people don't like journaling. So the thought of journaling on what they feel grateful for, it just would never work for them. So I want you to just do it your way. And that might look like drawing your gratitude. It might be journaling. It might be having a gratitude jar and writing what you know, writing little notes and putting them in there for, you, for yourself or your family. It might be writing letters to other people that you either give to them or you don't. It might be sending texts of gratitude. Or it might be just mentally focusing on it for those few minutes and really allowing it to touch every cell. So daily with detail, but do it your way. Day three, focus your wandering mind using the mantra, peace begins with me. So a mantra is just a tool that we use that helps our mind to focus on the present moment. We get so good at thinking, we are masters of thinking, that we forget about just being. And we also forget that our thinking can often be quite unhelpful. and it's important that we learn to catch our wandering mind. You know, the mindfulness habit is all about knowing when our mind is distracted, when our, you know, our monkey mind is going crazy and being able to bring it back to the present moment. So the mantra that I've chosen for you to use is peace begins with me. I love this mantra. If you follow me on Instagram or you're part of my Facebook community, you know that I share this one quite a lot. Um, I think it's a really great reminder that we always, our inner peace is always within us. And yet we let it get disturbed by other people, other things. And it's just that really great reminder that peace begins with me. I choose how I want to feel what I want to focus on I choose if I react to something or not so I feel like it's a really empowering mantra it's a really calming mantra and what I love about this one is it has a mudra to go with it which is just a hand gesture and you can actually see in my highlights on my Instagram where I actually go through that with you if it's hard to pick up just listening to this but you take your thumb and you touch that on each of your fingers starting with your forefinger and as you do it starting with your forefinger you say peace and then the next finger begins with me so you move fingers as you do it and that in itself has a really calming effect on the mind and the body straight away that wandering mind that overthinking mind that manic mind has just slowed down a little bit and it's just focusing on The hand, you know, the thumb touching each finger, you repeating the mantra. It really is a super mantra. I love it. (laughs) So, when you can feel yourself getting lost in thought, when you can feel yourself overthinking, getting distracted, stressing yourself out with all your thoughts, I want you to actually begin to label it. You know, in your mind, say, "Mm, thinking. Just really identify because it's. Along with that thinking is all these stories that we create and quite often we have this physical reaction to a lot of those stories and a lot of those thoughts that are coming up for us. And a lot of them are not even truths. They're just bullshit. So by labelling it and actually saying thinking, you actually become aware of how much your mind is wandering, how much it might be getting stuck going over the past or worrying about you know the future and that creates so much stress and anxiety and really like angsty, angsty feelings. So when you label it and say thinking, we need to take a really deep grounding and centering breath in and out, in through the nose, hold the breath in the body for just a moment, long gentle exhale out. Repeat the mantra: Peace begins with me. Breathe in and out. Do that three to five times. Breathing in and out deeply, repeating the mantra in your mind, and just you really using that to focus your wandering mind. You can also use that in your meditation practice. So if you find it's really difficult to sit and you find it difficult to bring the mind back, using that mantra in your practice can really help because when you can find the mind wandering or getting distracted or thinking about everything that you know, other than where you are, you can just keep repeating that to yourself as you're in your practice. Day four, email and text mindfully. In today's world, it's crazy, but emailing and texting is becoming more common than face-to-face communication. And I think it was up around 30% of employees spend their workday emailing. And the problem is there's no tone in text we lose intention and meaning in text and we also lose sight of the receiver and their perspective which means we are blocking our compassion and our empathy so i want you to set the intention today and from every day moving forward to email and text mindfully it's important to remember here that in a time of such fast paced technology and also normally having a device constantly on us that emails and text notifications can become triggers for instant stress as well. So it's really important to become aware if you're being triggered by your emails and your notifications and texts and perhaps even you know look at setting boundaries around that as well but when it comes to emailing and texting mindfully when that notification comes in or you're sitting down to read your emails i want you to pause before responding so pause before you check the text or you open your emails i want you to breathe in and out deeply Just really allow yourself to drop into your body. Bring that wandering mind right to what you're about to do. And then I want you to step back. I want you to check in with yourself, how you're feeling. Are you feeling stressed? Are you feeling triggered? Are you feeling reactionary? Or are you feeling calm and grounded and centered? And then read your text, read your email, and respond if you feel grounded and centered grounded and centered. But if you are feeling really triggered or reactive, I want you to wait to return to it when you feel in a much more calmer and centered um, space. And what you're doing there is you're creating that space for the pause. You're creating that space to be responsive rather than reactive. And you're also creating that space of being really self-aware of how you're feeling. And where your stress levels are at and if you're feeling stressed or if you're feeling calm day five ditch multitasking again if you have followed me for a while you know that this is one of the things that i really really bang on and on about and it's probably the biggest thing when i go into workplaces and i do leadership coaching it's one of the biggest things that is an issue In a workplace is too much multitasking not enough presence and so I really want you to set the intention to do things with presence multitasking doesn't make us more efficient many of us tend to sort of feel like it's we wear it as a badge of honor of being somehow more able or capable if we're able to multitask when in reality it just totally drains your energy and focus. It takes up so much mental space, it blocks connection, and quite often, it's a source of procrastination as well. And it's just a huge blocker to you being productive. So whatever it is you're doing, I want you to do it with presence. Whether it is responding to an email, having a meeting, being with your kids, or having a coffee with your partner, Whatever that is, you're going to set that intention to do it with presence. When it comes to your workday, I want you to just choose a single task. Again, we get so overwhelmed, we try to have so much things um, on the go. Quite often, we've got our phone sitting right next to us, which again is, you know, we're multitasking, checking notifications, or even scrolling social media, which is not productive probably at all. <laughs> so, I want you to choose a single task set a timer for 60 to 90 minutes and the reason for that is after that your brain needs time to reboot you need time to step back and restore your energy so it's you want to be time blocking in and just giving that task all of your intention and then when the timer goes off that's your signal to take a mini break so you're going to step back you know you might get outside Take a little walk in the sunshine. Take your shoes and socks off and walk around on the earth bare feet and ground your energy. Have a glass of water. Dehydration really, really affects your well being and it affects your ability to be present as well. You might just take a few deep breaths, stretch your body, grab a nourishing snack. You really want to be creating those mini breaks as well for you to restore your brain power and your energy and again when you're committed to that single task when the mind wanders off because it's going to because it doesn't know what's happening it's used to you doing a million things and really not focusing on anything and getting distracted and overwhelmed it's that's comfortable for the brain so this is going to be really uncomfortable it's going to wander off just keep bringing it back to where you are and do as much as you can support you to focus on that and you will find that by doing this consistently you'll get to a point where you don't even need to set that timer because you'll just intuitively be aware of where you know how much you've got in you you know where your energy is at where your you know mental focus is at and you'll know yourself when you need to step back and take that mini break and then move on to the next thing day six listen mindfully so this is Having focused attention on what another person is saying. Listening not to respond or interject or with your own agenda. Because there's so many times that we are half listening, half thinking. The mind anywhere but fully with the person that's speaking to us. And I want you to now just to think about and reflect on a past conversation that you've just had. And think about what is your current listening style. You know, do you find that you interrupt a lot, um, talk over other people? Do you finish other people's sentences or hurry them to finish? Or even maybe just disengage or almost find yourself problem solving for the person as they're speaking to you rather than just allowing yourself to hear them? So mindful listening is where you are going to allow yourself to be fully present with the person that's speaking to you and notice when your mind begins to wander or perhaps you start to slip into an old listening style and just allow yourself to bring the mind back to the person speaking to you and just fully listen to them, hear them, be with them. Be present with the person that's speaking to you without attachments or stories. And then afterwards, because it's probably going to be a struggle, be curious about what comes up for you. Be curious about what you know your mind, you know, where your mind was wandering to, or if old listening styles kept trying to come up. Just be curious about them and then each time you're, you know, have that opportunity, practice mindful listening. The last practice, day seven, is commit to a regular breathing practice for five minutes. Now, if you can build this up to 10 minutes, 15 or 20, that is fantastic and I fully support you in doing that. But I want you to start with five and commit to five. And all this looks like is allowing yourself first thing in the morning, before you do anything else, as soon as you wake up, have a glass of water and I want you to just sit still and breathe for five minutes, adding a few minutes of stillness to your morning, creating space for clarity and calm, you know, creating space for you to really connect to your energy and to create your energy for the day. So simple, so ease-filled and so beneficial. And I want you to remember, it's called a practice for a reason. Be kind to yourself, but you need to be consistent. Your mind is gonna resist you, that's okay. You know, I always say at the beginning of my medis, you have nothing to do and nowhere to be, and that's okay. Because that can feel so uncomfortable if you're used to always being busy. Always thinking, always doing, it can feel weird to just be, but the benefits that you will start to see in your life from that small amount of applied focus when you don't need it, you know, throughout your day, it's just going to be magnificent. It's it's you'll you'll be shocked once you commit to this and you do it every single day and you show up for yourself and you just. You know, five minutes is nothing. It's such a small window of time for yourself. You don't, you just need to show up for yourself. You just need to do it. You just need to prioritize it. You need to make sure that you're not put scheduling in other things before it, that as soon as you wake up, that is your time to just connect to the breath, to connect to the body, to be fully present in this moment. it's really gonna set the tone for the rest of your day. So you're just gonna sit there. You don't need anything special. You just wanna sit and really connect to the breath. Nice breath in. I'll run you through a little practice in a minute. Breathing in, breathing out. When you notice the mind wandering, simply bring it back. You're training your brain, just like you're training a bicep. Um, You're training it to be present. It's gonna take that work of the practice of constantly bringing it back. Don't get frustrated. Don't get annoyed with yourself. Just know that you're doing, you're giving your brain and your body such a gift by creating this time. So to practice, as I said, it's quite simple. We're just focusing on the breath. I want you to draw that breath in through the nose deeply past the chest into the belly nice deep breath in all the way to the belly you want to make sure that your back is nice and straight and supported so that the breath can flow freely if you want to lay down that's fine just make sure you're nice and comfortable and the back is nice and straight and as you breathe in i just want you to hold the breath in the body for just a moment so that you feel it you really feel the belly extend extend and then a long gentle exhale out through the mouth. And you're just gonna keep doing that nice and gently and slowly. You know, if you feel a little bit lightheaded, just adjust the breath so that you feel comfortable. Now I like to think of the breath as just a beautiful big wave in and out, ebbing and flowing. You might even think of a wave of calm and serenity washing over you And as you breathe out, feel yourself letting go of tension. Just feel yourself relaxing the mind and the body, creating that space for yourself. You want to really be aware that you're drawing the breath all the way to the belly. You know, so many of us are just chest breathing all day long, which is heightening our feelings of stress, which is, you know, really putting our nervous system into that heightened state. So the minute you start breathing all the way to your belly, creating that flow, you're activating your parasympathetic nervous system. you're really helping to regulate your nervous system and self-soothe and you're training your brain and your body that when you anchor into the breath like this to achieve a feeling of calm. So you just wanna continue focusing on that, breathing in deeply all the way to the belly Long, gentle exhale out through the mouth. Nice, a gentle rhythm, your awareness just on the breath. Watching it go in and out. Feeling yourself drop into your body. Feeling yourself become really aware of maybe where you're holding any tension. Sometimes we're clenching our jaw, we don't realise it. Or our brow is all furrowed and our stomach might be tight. And just notice the expansiveness that comes to the body with the breath. The chest opens, the belly softens, the shoulders relax, the jaw softens. Just allowing that breath to just really soothe you. You'll also notice that you make space for so much clarity here. When the mind is not tied up, thinking about a million things, it's not obsessing on the past or worried about the future. It's just fully present right where you are Things feel so much clearer. They feel so much more like you. it just opens you up to really knowing how resilient you are, how capable you are, that you are supported and well in this moment. All right, so I'm going to leave you now on Monday. Don't forget there was a deep sleep medi dropped uh, last week to support this week of mindfulness, to support... You're cultivating the mindfulness habit. Build upon the practices. Show up for yourself, making changes, creating new habits. It's not easy. The brain is going to resist you and that's okay. But you keep showing up for yourself. Keep building upon these practices and slowly you're going to integrate mindfulness into your daily life and you are going to cultivate the mindfulness habit. So I will be dropping another Medi on Monday to support you. If you loved this week of mindfulness, if you really found that you've seen some benefits, that it supported you, if you've loved practicing with me, don't forget you can catch those replays over on my Instagram as well, then I would be so grateful if you pledged a little donation to the Children's Cancer Institute. The link is going to be in the episode notes. Until next time. thanks so much for listening. And if you loved this episode, I would be so grateful if you shared this with other people in your world. For some free mindfulness resources, to know more about my workplace programs, or to work with me privately, head on over to my website, teamko.com.au. And don't forget to connect with me over on social media at Meditate with Kirsty.